Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some Am I the Arsehole mixed with relationships as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. This story is from One Finger First, titled, My Best Friend is in Love with My Boyfriend. I, male 22, live with my boyfriend, and I'm friends with this guy. Also male 22, lol. I've been friends with him for around three years, when I started college. I met him and we clicked instantly. I introduced him to my boyfriend, who wasn't my boyfriend at the time, but was a close friend of mine from high school. Friend, let's call him Harry, not his name, but yeah. So Harry had this boyfriend since I met him, but they broke up a while ago, like in December or January, I think. I'm not really sure. Harry was always been the flirty type. That's his personality. He doesn't flirt with me, but he's flirted with my boyfriend before, and I've told him to stop a handful of times. It all came to a head a few days slash a week or two ago. My boyfriend told me that Harry had come over and admitted his love for him. I was shocked, but deep down, not surprised. I've seen the way he looks at him and and I've gotten jealous before. I'm just not one to talk about that kind of stuff. Also, I trust my boyfriend and plan on being with him for the future and stuff. Boyfriend rejected him really quickly, by the way. Hi, if you're reading this, love. (laughs) Haha. I call my friend and get really upset and it turns into a yelling match where he's telling me he can't control his feelings. I feel kind of bad for him. A few days later, and here I am now. I feel like shit. I don't have many friends because I'm extremely introverted and I've already been dealing with depression and stuff and just recently started seeing a therapist by my boyfriend's recommendations he sees one. I miss Harry. He was my best friend and I hate not having any close friends other than my boyfriend since I don't want to lay everything on him. I'm asking what to do in this situation. Should I reach out to Harry and try to reconcile or at least meet up with him to have a talk with the three of us together? I feel like we could reach a mutual understanding. My boyfriend is iffy about it, but he wants to do what I want, but I'm not sure what I want. Now, to me, in some ways, it's a pretty simple one. You know, maybe he can't control his feelings and he's fallen in love with this guy, sure, but he can control what he does. He didn't have to go and confess his love and betray you like that. And I think about it, you know, if I was in his shoes and whatever, I I could never do that to a friend, you know, go around there and confess my love to one of their partners ever. That's just... And you shouldn't be feeling guilty about that. That's on him and he should be apologizing to you. Whether you forgive that, you know, is is a very personal choice. I don't think I'd be able to trust someone like that again, though, because they've broken trust there. And he's already proven to you, you know, he, he can't control his feelings, sure, but he also can't control his actions either. So sure, it would be incredibly hard losing a friend, especially if you're introverted as well, like a bit like myself who has a very, very small friend group and it'd be super noticeable if I was to lose any of my friends. 
But you gotta ask yourself at the same time is does this person really consider it that much of a friendship because of the way they're treating you? That's what will be going through my head the whole time. But that could be just me. But before we go to the update, Southern Girl Up North says, I honestly think that your friend is the one who should be reaching out to you because he is the one in the wrong. You shouldn't feel guilty or like you're the one to blame. I honestly can't be friends with someone who flirts with my boyfriend and says they have feelings for them. But if you think you can, then by all means reach out to him. But don't feel like you should be the one apologizing. Opie replies saying, I don't know why I feel guilty. Maybe because I saw the blatant flirting and didn't do much to stop it. The times I tried, he told me that it was just his personality. To be fair, I've seen him flirt with others, but in retrospect, it's mainly people who fit my boyfriend's type. In short, more bottomy guys, lol. So I guess in hindsight, I should have realized his excuses were false and he just had an attraction to my boyfriend. Ruza100 says, I wouldn't reach out. Harry can think about what he did and if he's a good friend, he would apologize for breaching his best friend's intimate relationship. Up to you if you decide to be friends again. I personally wouldn't. Sure, he has feelings. He could have talked to you about them since you're all so close. Not flirting and admit them to the love interest, your boyfriend, hoping for a slim reciprocation. He can control his actions. People do it all the time. I would stay away. My best friend would not have done that. Don't hold on to people just because you've known them for a while or are in short supply. Another thing that popped into my head, what if, you know, your what if op's boyfriend did reciprocate would harry feel so bad about this situation then dark sword says if you're in love with your best friend's partner you don't tell the partner you don't put that on them or your friend yeah you can't help your feelings but also it's your responsibility to manage your feelings and how you act on them harry is the one who owes you an apology he threw a grenade into your relationship as for advice, I think at this point, it's time to try and make some new friends. And believe me, I know that's really hard to do as an adult, pandemic or not. But just like how you don't want to put everything on your boyfriend, you should never put all of your friendship on one specific person. Maybe start spending some time in some online groups focused around a hobby of yours. Or depending on your area, hit up some safe, socially distanced meetups. Front Thought says, I think you are disrespecting your boyfriend if you continue to be friends with this guy. Is your boyfriend supposed to be comfortable if that guy starts hanging around again? And one more from Head in the Space who says, he cannot control his feelings. He can 100% control his actions. Hi, lovely boyfriend. Don't take the next bit personally, lol. But what if your boyfriend did not reject him? Would he have continued with the man you love? What was his intentions? Not good ones, I suspect. That is not a friend you need to have. Work on yourself. Start some classes, hobbies, book groups, etc. Even some assertive courses or meditation slash yoga, and you will soon meet some new people. Wish you all the best. And quickly, because OP did reply to that one saying, I think he would have taken him if my boyfriend reciprocated, which kind of leaves me with an icky feeling. My boyfriend told me Harry said, if you break up with my name, you can move in with me. So he was fully planning to take on a full relationship with my boyfriend. I've tried to get into stuff like that, but I'm really shy around other people. It's hard for me to talk to them in person, but I hope therapy will help me reach out to others more. And the next update came 25 days later. So I know the original post didn't get much publicity, but I wanted to do an update in case any of you all were curious. Thank you for the support and I took a lot of your guys' advice and I'm very grateful. 
So my male 22 and my boyfriend male 22 did get a call from Harry, male 22, apologizing to us. He specifically called me but requested my boyfriend, whose side note is now my fiance, so I'm a very happy man anyways, also be at the phone with me. So Harry went on this speech about how he knows he was in the wrong and he wants to repair a friendship with both of us. This was about two days after I made the original post and suddenly he claimed he no longer had feelings for my fiance. Yeah, right. Of course, neither of us believed him and honestly, his apology was kind of shit. I realized through the comments that he wasn't a true friend and through more self-evaluation that for a while he was using me to get close to my fiance. That realization hurt a lot and it definitely set back my development of getting over my social anxiety. I told Harry I didn't want to repair our friendship, that I had realized he was using me and that he definitely wasn't over my fiance just after two days. When he claimed to be in love with him for over a year, I told him how he blatantly tried to take away the love of my life and how much that deeply hurt me. Harry didn't take this well and exploded. He started cussing me out, saying how he honestly could care less about my feelings, how I was never a good friend and how I had a tendency to push people away. Again, that's why it hurt so much losing him and feeling betrayed because I already have a difficult time keeping friends in the first place because it's hard not to push people away. He told me he only stayed my friend for the past few months to try and get in my fiance's pants. Accused my fiance of seducing him. Honestly hilarious because my fiance has a hard time flirting with me because he gets so shy. Adorable though. He also claimed that I cheated on my fiance with his ex-boyfriend. Definitely not true. At that point, he was just trying to convince my fiance to break up with me again over the phone. I hung up and blocked him after giving him a few harsh words. So it's been a few days since then. My fiance and I joined the book club as one of the commenters suggested and he and I both take interest in books and things are looking up. He introduced me to some people he knew I shared a major with and it's nice to have people that like what I like and I'm starting to put myself out there more with the help of my fiance. And I proposed clearly. The whole thing kind of made me realize how much I loved him and I was already planning on proposing anyways. We'd gone to a place that was special to us and from when we were teenagers and, and we hadn't been in about four years. So I proposed there and he said yes. And now I'm very happy and could honestly care less about Harry. Thanks to everyone who commented. Much love and much love to you as well. And there was a further post from this that Opie did their last post and it's a bit inconclusive. So it's up to you if you want to listen to this section or not. But it basically leads on from when they got engaged. So Opie says, I think my mother is homophobic, but I'm not sure. On mobile, by the way. I, 22 male, recently got engaged my now fiance, 22 male. My parents were fine with us dating and they seemed very proud of me. I had identified as bisexual for a while, but around a month after dating my fiance, we've been together for a little over two years, I realized I was a fully gay man. I came out to my fiance once I finally figured myself out. Obviously, nothing really changed. Though, when I told my parents, it was a different story. My fiance and I went to their house to have dinner because we wanted to tell them the good news. I never really planned on telling them I was gay exactly, but when I told them I was now engaged, my mother immediately lost all color from her face. She asked me if this meant I was gay. My fiance was very confused because she didn't seem to have any problem with me dating him in the past. I explained to her that I came to the conclusion that I was gay a while ago. I just didn't feel like I needed to tell her since I was already with the love of my life who happened to be male. She was very quiet for the rest of the evening. 
My fiance got sick. He has a heart condition that makes him feel lightheaded at times and we decided to leave early, especially since the whole dinner was very awkward. Once we got home, I got a call from my mother. She explained that she always expected me to marry a woman and she thought that this whole thing with my fiance was only temporary. She told me that I was too young to be thinking about marriage anyway. This shocked me. I know marrying young doesn't always end well, but my parents got married when they were 19 and 20. Her logic just feels really hypocritical. Also, she's known my fiance since the two of us were in the middle and he came out to my whole family and they were very accepting and they treated him like part of the family. When we announced our relationship, most of my family wasn't surprised since him and I had always been very close to one another since we were like 13. My mum is very Christian and has some old times views, but she seemed supportive. I don't understand. On the phone, she went on to say how she had a girl to introduce me to, oh dear, 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 to get me out of this dangerous loop I was in. At this point, I started almost crying, which is rare for me because I'm not one usually to show emotion. I told her I needed to go and we could talk about this later. That phone call was about six hours ago and I feel sick to my stomach. My fiance is feeling really uncomfortable and I'm worried about the effect my mother is going to have on our engagement. I really don't know what to say to her. I'm not good with confrontation, especially when it comes to my parents. They always taught me to just listen to them and for a long time I did but clearly I'm not going to be listening to her demands about meeting with this random girl. I feel hurt and confused. Basically, what I'm asking is if there's any advice for a situation like this. And there was pretty much only a couple of comments on them and they were very, very similar. And they were going like saying, because you said that you were bi, that you know that it it could be a phase and there'd be a chance that you may marry a girl one day. And I do wonder if that's it as well. The other commenter went on to say, you know, by you saying that you're gay, you slammed the door on that hope that she had. But bloody hell, OP is going through a time, aren't they? I mean, what would you advise to OP in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com story comes from took my kids am i the asshole who says am i the asshole for moving after winning full custody of my sons my wife and i got a divorce last year our relationship failed after she was charged with felony credit card fraud and ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge she had been a stay-at-home mum to our two sons five and three and had taken credit cards out in my mum's name to pay for god knows what she shattered my trust I work full time and make a decent living, but nothing extravagant. 
I have no clue what my wife was doing until cops showed up at my door with a warrant and took my wife away in cuffs and took two laptops as evidence. When I got the full story, I filed for divorce immediately. Aside from being a criminal, she was a good mum. She tried to justify what she did by saying she was just doing what was best for the kids, which I felt was total BS given that she never mentioned wanting for anything and anytime she asked to spend on something, I almost always said yes. I hired a good lawyer and asked for full custody of my kids. My ex begged me not to do that, saying she needed her kids, but she was looking up to a year in jail and nothing her lawyer said could sway the judge to grant her anything more than supervised visitation. She ended up doing 90 days in jail, paying some fines and restitution. But I've allowed her to see our sons almost every time she's asked. The last year has been total hell, but we've made it work. A few months ago, I was offered a much more lucrative position a few states away. I talked with my lawyer about what it would mean if I moved and what the process was. He said that since I have full custody, I have to file a petition with the court to move. So I told my wife what I wanted to do and she exploded. She claimed I was stealing her kids from her, that she's made a lot of strides to get herself to a better place and that she would fight me tooth and nail for her kids. Well, I filed the petition, got the go-ahead from the courts and accepted the job. When the judge gave his ruling, my wife burst into tears and began sobbing. It was heartbreaking. I know in my head that I'm doing the right thing for my sons. They are young enough that a move like this won't be too traumatic, but I feel like their lives have already been completely overturned and I'm just adding more to that. As for my wife, she's a wreck. She's been begging me to reconsider the move, trying everything from guilt trips, manipulation, bargaining. It's like she's going through the stages of grief, but from my point of view, she did this to herself. She lied and broke the law. I have very little sympathy for her. I know at some point she will probably try for partial custody and I'm prepared for that. For now, I'm just trying to do what's best for me and my sons. Does that make me an asshole? Edit. Thank you to everyone who commented, even the ones who called me a heartless asshole for taking my sons away from their mother. This post has given me a lot of perspective and I appreciate that. A couple of things I want to clear up that I keep getting asked about that I wasn't able to include in my original post. One. The area my sons and I live in is a smaller community. Not everyone knows everyone small, but close. The crime my ex committed was news here. It was in the paper. People know about it. I get weird looks when I'm out in public. People have stopped inviting my sons to birthday parties. I don't want my sons to be bullied and teased in school about their mother being a criminal. Two, I'm not going to permanently alienate my son from their mother. I will make sure they're able to talk and FaceTime with her whenever they want. I will be the one who makes the drive back in order for them to see her until she's able to make arrangements to allow her to do so. I will continue to work with my ex to make sure she is included in things like birthdays and holidays. Three, I know my son and I will all need therapy from this. There is not good mental health available where my previous job is. My new job offers on-site childcare and I will have access to counseling and therapy for myself and my sons that we would not have access to without moving. The schools near my new job and head are head and shoulders above the ones near my previous job. Four, if my ex gets her life back on track and is able to move closer to us, I'm all for it. If she does the things she needs to do in order to petition for shared custody, I don't intend on fighting her for that, but until she does that, I will not allow her anything more than the supervised visits ruled by the court. I will also not ask for any of the court-ordered child support. We won't need it. Five, to all the people who screamed, but she's their mother. 
Yes, and she always will be. And I remind my sons daily that their mum loves them very much and that she wishes she can be with them like before. I'm angry and resentful of my wife, but I work very, very hard to not let any of those feelings impact my sons and their relationships with their mum. And then we're just going to cover some additional info that comes from OP in the comments, which said, I do not intend on isolating my sons from their mother or preventing her from seeing them, but I also will not allow anything other than court-approved supervised visits. FaceTime and all that stuff, I will work with her to make sure she gets to talk to them. But there will be no weekends at mum's place until the court gives the okay. I'm not saying I believe she will try and run away with my kids, but I also never believe she would defraud my mother of 30k. Next comment says what she did. She took out multiple credit cards in my mum's name after getting her SSN somehow. Racked up about $30,000 before she got caught. My mum alerted her credit card company when she saw a couple of unauthorized credit checks from different credit companies. And then the authorities got involved. I had no clue. She apparently spent most of the money on clothes and toys for the kids, makeup and clothes for herself. But that's a shitload of toys and clothes, so I find that hard to believe. Someone asked a question on how he didn't notice and he replied saying, my kids go through clothes seemingly on a weekly basis. They grow like weeds, so seeing them in new outfits wasn't anything new. Also, my ex and I had a shared checking account and she made bi-weekly trips to Target and Walmart, so, so I was still seeing charges from them. What I didn't know was my wife was going on designer clothes shopping sprees online and having the packages shipped directly to the post office so they wouldn't get delivered while I was home. She thought she was clever about it and maybe she was for a while, but she still got caught. Then how the mother feels about this, which OP said, she was obviously very caught off guard. No one saw this coming. She had to go through so much BS to get her credit cleared up, get credit charges nullified, try to rebuild her credit. She wanted the book thrown at my ex and cussed out the prosecutor for offering a plea bargain. Then someone asked how his mother is doing now and then he said, barely getting back on her feet. She's on a fixed income, so this really put a strain on her. I will probably have to step in at some point and help her. Yet another reason I want to take the job and increased pay. Regarding the charges, in our state, her original charge was felony grand theft. That carries a 15 to 25 year prison sentence. She got a plea deal from the prosecutor that dropped it below felony level, mostly because it was a first offense. And there was a mixed bunch of comments on this one. You know, you're the assholes and not the assholes as well. So I'm gonna cover just a few of them just to give you a taste of what people were saying. So we'll start off with a you're the asshole from KLC who says, you're the asshole. I'm not thinking of your ex, I'm thinking of your little kids. She was a stay-at-home mum, so they were used to having her around all the time. Once they are in another state, they will rarely see her. Little kids love their mum. Your feelings of anger are valid, but tearing their mother out of their life will hurt them more than anybody. A deleted user says this is tough. The divorce and getting full custody fully deserved, not the arsehole on that account. Moving to another part of the country while she have no contact with them. I'm not sold on this. I think that you're still in pain and resent her, and rightfully so, but I'm not sure this is the best you can do regarding your children's relationship with their mother. Does she have any possibility of getting a job, of moving, or is she a financial mess as well? And what are her living conditions like now? Have you gone to therapy? Let me be clear. She did what she did and she's been held accountable for it. You've got a right to move from a legal perspective, but moving when you know she can't do the same will massively screw a relationship with your children and it will only lead to more anger, resentment, and pain. Edit based on further comments from OP. 
not the asshole on all accounts. As has been pointed out, he's got a financial responsibility over his kids now as his ex isn't paying child support. All I suggest is that the relationship between mother and kids still be allowed as far as the law is involved slash allowing with FaceTime or whatever means possible because further isolation won't be healthy for the kids either, in my opinion. Nimue says, you're the asshole. You're not just punishing her. You're punishing your kids. Depriving them of their mother is just going to traumatize them. You're acting like she's a psychopath, but you've never said anything was wrong with her parenting or that she was abusive to the kids. This is going to be an incident they tell their therapist about when they're adults. And she's already paid her debt to society. Who are you to decide she needs more punishment? Eschatoni says, I love all the people in here bending over backwards to excuse and downplay the crimes of the ex because she's a mum. What a load of shit. And to OP and the rest of the people in here calling her a good mother. Good mothers don't destroy their families by willingly committing federal fucking crimes. And for what? Some makeup and designer clothing. Good mother, my ass. Katie says, you're the asshole, a huge one. As I read through your comments justifying depriving your children of a relationship with their mother, I am horrified. This is about punishing her, not about what's best for your kids. Screw your that's what the courts decide argument as if you are completely neutral and blameless in an already isolating them from their loving parent. Hope your children don't grow up to hate you for separating them from their mum because of your own bitterness. And now before we stroll on over to that update, I will say, you know, those you're the arsehole ones did come from the controversial section, although there was a lot of them. So the update says, I got a lot of people asking for an update on this situation. And since a few things have changed, I figured I would go for it. I did end up taking the new job and moved with my sons. We've been settling into our new lives quite nicely over the last month and things have been going really well. My sons love the new house. They have made friends with some other kids their age in the neighborhood. My job has been going really well and I really couldn't have hoped for things to go better than they have. I got both of my sons into a great therapy program and the three of us have also been doing counseling sessions together. My boys have been adjusting amazingly well and I'm so happy and proud of how they've handled this. We've also made two trips back to see their mother since she's still in the process of figuring out what she'd be allowed to do in relation to her probation. We've also been doing many video calls a week with her. My sons still don't understand why their mum isn't here with us, but they do seem to grasp that this is going to be their new normal. In comparison with how well myself and my sons are adjusting, my ex is the complete opposite. She is still very angry with me and thinks I'm a complete a-hole. She's frustrated with the process of going through the courts to be allowed to move. She's frustrated that I'm not willing to drive our sons back to see her as often as she'd like. She feels like she's been marginalized in their lives and that I am pulling them away from her. When she was complaining about all this during our last visit, I reminded her that all those things are consequences of her own actions and she blew up at me saying, I am kicking her when she's already down and I didn't need to take her sons away from her. I told her how well our sons are doing and how happy they are and she should be proud of how strong and resilient they've been. She then started begging me to please move back so she can be closer because she's not sure the courts will allow her to move and the process is taking too long. I told her that wasn't going to happen. But if there is anything I can do with the court process, then I would be willing to help if I can. I reminded her that I haven't said anything about her not paying the court or the child support, but that our boys seem to be in a much better place already and I'm not going to take that away from them. Every time we have a video call with her, as soon as she says goodbye to our sons, she starts asking me to consider moving back home. I tell her every time that it's not happening. 
I'm not a robot. I do feel bad to see her so desperate and distraught. But when I look at my sons playing and laughing with their new friends, I know I've done the right thing, no matter the cost to my ex. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Did OP do the right thing by moving away? Should he consider moving back or not? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for sticking with me today, getting involved in the channel. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. And I just want you to know that you're absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.